Hey, Northwest Arkansas. Welcome to another episode of Hey Hey NWA. Thank you so much for tuning in to our special episode on Emily Nance. Now, if you don't know Emily Nance, um, she is a local musician, artist um, that brings a lot of light and joy into Zach and I's lives, um, Annalise's life, of course. And she's one of our good friends and makes great music and is um, on the rise, so we're very excited to feature her today. Um, also, if you did not know, there is going to be some live music in this, so stay tuned for the end of the episode to hear some piano. Anyway, so tune in. We're going to talk a lot about Emily's past experiences that have led her to being a musician. And then move a little bit into what it's like to actually produce music from the ground up. From starting from the bottom, not having much resources, to where she is now. Also, we engage in a broader conversation on how to support local artists and the general struggles of up-and-coming artists. Also, again, tune in at the end. She performs one of her songs after uh, from her recently released EP called Let Go. And again, if you want to find more of her stuff, her name is Emily Nance, like Nancy, nickname, and it's just Emily Nance, and also you can find her new EP called Let Go. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey, Northwest Arkansas, welcome back to another episode of Hey Hey NWA, and one I am very excited about. They don't know that I'm moving my arms, but now everybody knows we're all moving our arms. Very excited. We are here with Emily Nance, a good, good friend of ours, who's a musician in Northwest Arkansas, and we're going to talk about her music and her new EP that just dropped and all sorts of things, and we're probably going to act like goobers because we're all friends. Yay. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Um, so I got started when I was a little girl, um, just growing up in church. I was always a part of church choir, um, and I was kind of like forced into it just because my parents were musicians growing up and they just loved music and they, they knew that there was value to it. And so they were just kind of like, all right, you kids go in there and sing and love God. And so we were like, okay, me and my brother and sister, we, we are all a part of choir. And then, um, when we got into middle school, um, we all started piano lessons and we all started band. So I played piano growing up and sang growing up. And, um, when I was in band, I played the flute, which is like hilarious now because I can't play a single note on Uh that thing but um but yeah I didn't really value it growing up and I was just so shy like painfully shy so I was like this is not like a long-term thing 
Um, even though I was always picked for solos, I was always like first chair in band. I, I was an honor choir at my school all growing up. Um, but it was also like, as I grew up, it wasn't as valued at my school or within my family. And so I kind of didn't do it um, throughout high school and just mainly focused on sports because um, that was like a big deal in my family. You did sports. And so I just kind of pushed that to the side, even though I still loved it. Like literally I would go into our bathroom at our house and I would blast music and I would sing in front of the mirror and dance my butt off and just acted like a crazy person but I would never like bring that out or like I don't know like pursue it in any way um so when I got into college I started wanting to sing again and was just like valuing music again and um I started taking voice lessons but it was like super classical and I was like I don't want to do this type of music Mm -hmm. so I was like quit that out of here and I didn't really touch it like I I did church choir again in college um and then um it was actually when I went on the world race for the world race it's 11 countries in 11 months it's a mission strip and uh it's not the amazing race uh, <laughs> a lot of people get confused it's not that um and it's actually not even a race but um it was just cool like on that trip, like God, I just felt like God spoke to me so much about music and how it like unites people and it brings people together that normally wouldn't even want to be together and it connects them. And, um, it's just, there's just such a power in music. And so like for 11 months, I just kept seeing this like theme of music, um, around me. And, uh, I was like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, Maybe I can, like, do something with it. But there's just, like, coincidences that just kept happening. And I was like, okay, like, I feel like this is, like, a thing. Like, I need to actually pursue this. And which is, like, so taboo with my family. Because I went to college for biology to be a doctor. And so they're like, why would you ever want to be a musician when you could be making, like, six figures as a doctor? (laughs) and helping people. Um, not that music doesn't help people, but it's just different, you know. Whenever I lived in California, there was several people that would, like, come up to me randomly that I didn't even know, and they'd be like, you remind me of, like, this singer. Like, they would say, like, Katy Perry, or, like... Uh, or they'd say, you look like a flute player. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There's that. <laughs> or they said, what's her name? Christina Perry? Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. They said like those types of people. And I was like, you don't even know me. And you're like, you say that I look and that I like seem like I'm a singer. Like it's weird. And then uh, whenever I moved back to Arkansas in 2013, um, I started working at Big Cedar Lodge. And there was one day where I was like, man, God, like I just feel like I'm like just lost, just a lost little goose. And I'm like trying to pursue music and I feel like it's stupid. Like, I feel like there's not a future and I was just so insecure. And I was like, I just, I don't feel like, like I'm good enough or anything. And so 
uh, I was like, just like confirm, like just send like an angel or like a sign. Like we always want a sign, you know? And I was like, just send me a sign. And the next day I went into work at Big Cedar and I had a guy sitting in my section and I went and waited on him and he like looked at me and he was like, you're a singer, aren't you? And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what is this? And I was like, yes. He was like, are you like, kind of like Nora Jones? Like, do you like her? I was like, uh, I, yes, I freaking love her. Like, she's incredible. He was like, you know why I could tell that? I was like, why or how? And he was like, I, like, I just feel like God speaks to me and he is like telling me this about you. And I was like, okay, like, are you kidding me? And he was like telling me how he has a recording studio in Nashville and that like this lady paid for him to start it. And she was like this huge blessing in his life. And like, um, yeah, it was just like, you can do it. And he was like, I just feel that on you. Like you're a singer and you need to pursue it. And I don't feel like we met for nothing today. And I was like, well, that's the sign I needed. Like, gosh, like I asked for it. So it was just like things like that. Like every time I've doubted literally like around the corner, it's been like, no, like keep going. Um, and it's just, yeah, I've just kept going and it's been a hard journey cause it doesn't pay anything. I'm like, I shovel out, you know, thousands of dollars and it's, um, it doesn't come back and I don't know if it ever will, but hopefully it will, <laughs> but, uh, it's so worth it. And it's, it brings so much joy to my heart and yeah, I love it. So. Could you talk a little bit about the type of music you make? Because I feel like, <laughs> hey, I grew up in church choir. Hey, there was like this mission trips thing that I went on. Hey, I did church choir in college. <laughs> Could you talk about your music? Because as I know, it's not like worship music or Jesus right. music. Right. It's more like that. You mentioned that Nora Jones type yes. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, most of my music is about relationships, and um, relationships are just, like, the easiest thing to relate to, you know, and everyone's gone through heartache and pain and also joy, and um, so I, I like to talk about that, and there's always, like, a heart, I think, of worship behind my music, um, just because I, I love the Lord, and I want people to like feel him through my music. Um, and that's like me being like very vulnerable. Cause like, I don't like to just, I don't know. I don't like to ever like shove like my spirituality in people's faces. Um, so this is like a vulnerable place for me to be like, actually like I want people to like know the Jesus I know, you know, and just feel him and feel his love. Cause he's all about love and his love is radical and it's, um, yeah, it's just crazy. So, but yeah, the style of music though is kind of like, I would say it's alternative pop. Um, okay. so my first three songs are like all over the place. <laughs> um, my new EP let go, it's, it's more like concise and like on the same page, I feel like. So it's like, I considered it like alternative just because there's like 
It's a little bit of like a poppy feel, but it's like ambient, but it's also, it also has like a mandolin in it. So it's like, what do you even call that? So I was just like, that's alternative. Let's just put it under a broad category. Um, but my first three songs, uh, two of them are pretty poppy and then, um, say goodbye is pretty folky. So, uh, yeah. So your first couple songs, um, what were kind of, what were you, um, what were you going for on those? Were you, um, what was your mentality with your first couple songs? Cause I can imagine it's kind of tough to just make your first song or first songs. So what kind of, what were you going for? What was going through your head? Oh man, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> so with Magnet, that was the first song I've ever like written with a producer and recorded and I just knew nothing I knew nothing about like recording prices or like what to invest money in and all that stuff and so I was on this website that is for like actors models dancers singers all that and it's a really great website and they have like all these like really great opportunities and so there was this post um for this producer in New York City um, who's, like, been in the industry forever. And he, like, was an, a session guitarist, I think, for, like, 20 years for, like, big names. And so he, like, started this production company, and he works with another producer that's won, like, five Grammys. And so I was just like, whoa, this is, like, so cool. I would love to record with this guy. And so I applied for it and he I sent him some of my like voice recordings that I'd just done on my phone and he was like I love it like I want you to record and I was like sweet this is such an amazing opportunity he's like oh yeah that's like $3,500 and I was like oh for one song okay (laughs) and so I was like well I want to do this like this is an incredible opportunity you know and so I just I worked my butt off and I did everything I could to be able to get that money to be able to record that one song because I knew it was going to be amazing. And what he was telling me, he was like, you need to get like good quality songs. Like that's what record companies want to see. And I get that. And like, I understand what he was saying, but like, I was like, I think I could like go to somewhere, someone else that's like a little cheaper. (laughs) So that's what I've ended up doing. But anyways, with Magnet, um, he was really good about coaching me through songwriting because I had started songwriting like, you know, when I was in a, like eighth grade and they were terrible songs. Awful. Just terrible. I've got a few old eighth grade songs do. stuck back. <laughs> I think everyone does. It's so bad. But it's, yeah. So anyways, um, when I started songwriting with him, it was just it was so good because he knew what he was doing and he was just coaching me through stuff and just saying like a good technique for writing. And at that time he was like, he was like, you need to talk about something that's real. Like people want to hear honesty. They want to know like what you're going through. And that's like what the big names, like they're so vulnerable with their lives and that's what people want. Like they want to be relatable, you know? So I was like, okay. And so at that time I was 
kind of dating this guy and, um, it, it was just weird. It was just, I like, I knew it was wrong and it was like not going to work, but I was like, I couldn't tell if I was infatuated with him or if it was love. And and the song talks about that. And I was, it, it was confusing. And I was like, is this love? Is this fatuation? Like, is it lust even? Like, I don't even know. And, um, so yeah, it, the song's just about that, like confusion and, and also being hurt, like, um, with like simple things that he did to me and that he didn't even think, I don't even think he knew that he was doing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what that song's about, I guess. Cool. I'm curious because I have like the physical single of magnets in my CD player in my car right now. Yeah, you do. Um, yes, I do. Um, I'm curious about like the process of we have create we have written the song, we've put it to music and that sort of thing, and we've given it to a producer to mix or whatever. Yeah. And then you also have album artwork and you have pressing CDs and you have all this other stuff that goes into like producing a physical CD. Can you talk about some of the other like weird behind the scenes stuff of like I'm now going to a photo shoot out in the snow <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it's not as glamorous as it sounds. Uh, <laughs> literally, that album cover, it was like zero degrees. I was I went to Alaska, and my one of my best friends lives there. Lives there, and she uh, she's a wedding photographer there. And I was talking to her. I was like, I'd really love to see you. Um, but I need to like do this photo shoot and like the best photographers I know, they charge like 700 bucks for a photo shoot. Like it's Yikes. stupid. She was like, um, buy a plane ticket, come up here and I'll do your photo shoot for free. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's a great deal. So, um, one of my best friends from California, she actually lives in Dallas now. And she designed my uh, outfit for that cover. And I asked her to because she's a fashion, I think she was a fashion like graduate, fashion merchandise. I don't know, something like that. But she's super fashionable. And so she created my outfit, but it was like no clothes. For like, summer weather. Like I was covered, <laughs> but like, yeah, it was summer weather clothing. It was like. Yeah, it was pretty miserable, but um, yeah, so we did a photo shoot. Um, I think it's called Hatcher's Point in Alaska. It's near Anchorage, hmm. and it was beautiful. It was like perfect, like for what I wanted for, like expressing the song. It was just perfect, and it worked out great. It was miserable though. Like we spent like two hours and freezing cold i had to like i like was pretty close to hypothermia i was like i'm gonna die here this is great in the wild wild west of alaska yeah they're gonna find my body here one day absolutely what was she doing wearing this summer i had to like put like five layers on when i got back to her house because i was just so cold night the coldest day of my life but the song was fire, so and the photos were fire, so yeah, like the photos it worked out. It's funny though, like even with that song though, it was my first one that I recorded, and like what I learned from it was 
I wanted to have more of a hand in the instrumental part because I wasn't completely happy with it. And I just, I was like, I'm just thankful to even have someone wanting to work with me, you know? And so I was like, yeah, whatever you want to create instrumentally, like that'll work. And then I wasn't happy at the end. And I was like, wow, I spent all this money on it. And I'm not even like, like super excited. I was excited, but not like, I'm so proud of this song. Um, so I learned from that and that's, it's been good because the EP that I just dropped, I feel like I've had a hand in all of it and I'm so happy with it. So I would love to talk about that too. Like what, what did you implement into this new EP that you've been learning? Yeah. You know, other than instrumentation, et cetera. Yeah. Um, well, so this EP, I started writing around this time last year and I was just like pouring out my soul mainly just for like processing life, you know, and like throughout like that season, I was just like, man, some of these could be really good songs. Like, (laughs) this is great. Like, this is really good, even though it's painful and awful. Like, I know that good's going to come out of it. Um, so yeah, it came out of like a really hard place. Um, but I think like what I've implemented into this project is just like knowing my sound more hmm. instrumentally, but also like vocally and stuff. Cause I feel like, um, with like my first three songs, like they're just, they were all over the place and like, I wanted to sing really high and like show off vocal range and stuff. Mm. And for this one, it was just like completely me. And I was just like, I want to stick in a range that's like comfortable. Like I want to be able to sing these songs live and be like, like I'm going to kill it, you know? And so just like knowing, knowing that and just being like, okay, like I like ambient noises and also I love a good bass line and I love a good beat Mm -hmm. and I love like guitar parts, like I love that stuff. But I also like just who I am as a person, like I, I'm i like an intimate person. Like I, I love like intimacy and like having deep relationships and like knowing people well. And so like I feel like that comes across like in my songs. Like, like one of my good friends, she was like, I wanted to cry here, like hearing one of your songs. And I was like, good like that's that was the point like I want you to feel like like that deep emotion and like just like know like kind of what I went through but also like you can relate to like everyone can relate so yeah I mean I can confirm that on your album as well like the um one thing I felt uh, I just felt like I was there when like almost like in the room as the song was playing um, very much so on, uh, like the stay and go song. Yeah. Um, very much felt that way. Also. Yeah. I love the bass lines. Like yes. they're so good. Yes. Um, as a bassist myself, I really appreciate the amount of creativity in those. And, and it's not like an overwhelming thing. It's, it fits. Yeah. It really fits. Yeah. It's, it's incredible because my producer, he, like nobody knows him like he doesn't promote himself but he has a studio in Farmington but he is so creative like his mind is crazy 
Um, you just think so outside the box, but his main instrument is the bass. And so like the bass lines, I just like, you feel them, you feel mm. the emotion. And like, even in the other like instruments in the songs, like you, like he loves putting emotion into what he's playing and you feel it. You feel like what he's feeling too. And it was just cool because actually the first song on the EP he wrote, it's called rushing river. And then in parentheses, it says secrets. Um, but he actually wrote that song and I had wrote a song previously about a river and I brought it into the studio and he was like, Oh, that's weird. Like I wrote a song about a river like three years ago and I was like, okay. He was like, let me play it for you. And he played it for me. I was like, wait, yours is like way better than mine. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let's actually go with yours. And it was just awesome because it just felt like into place so perfectly. And his song was about healing. And I feel like the other songs that I had already started on were about like healing and process and like letting go of things. And that song was too. And it was just it just like fell together so perfectly. And I actually wanted to make it a full album, but we like stopped at the four and we were like, we feel like this is done. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was just cool. Is that collaborative process difficult when it relates to like your personal art? Like I know a lot of times I can feel like a real ownership of like my own art, but like even in doing the podcast, like having to coordinate with another human Mm -hmm. and like collaborating and deciding on what's the best move and what's, and sometimes having conflict in that and like trying to wrestle through (laughs) that. It can be really difficult because it's like, this is mine. This is my baby. I want to handle it and do with it exactly what I want. Right. (laughs) What have, what has been like the good and the bad pros and cons maybe of like working collaboratively with the producer um I mean my producer he is incredible there we do have like a few like things that we don't agree on um but overall like when he brings ideas to the table I'm usually like yeah like you know what you're talking about like it's like actually really good and I never had thought about that Uh you know and so there are moments where I'm like, no, that's not a good idea. And I voice that. And I finally gotten to the place where I'm not such a people pleaser. And I'm actually like, no, I, I don't like that. How about like, let's think about this or like, let's listen to this and like, let that influence us or, you know, just things like that. I, I've actually started to say what's on my mind or what's on my heart. And he's receptive to that. He's really good about working um, together and, and he of course wants the production to be so much him, but it's also like, it's like, I don't know, it's just 50, 50. Like we both are really respectful of each other. And, um, I honestly like give him most of the credit for what we make cause he's so talented and yeah, he's amazing. So. Well, and can you speak a little bit to, I guess, your personal artistic process? Because as somebody who's just not an artist, um, kind of in any respect, I'm I'm interested in what that looks like. Is it, you know, everybody everybody hates that people talk about it as like a flash of genius or whatever, but is it more of um, something you just feel inspired and moved to? Or is it something that's like a 
a lot of work like you you know kind of discipline yourself on I think it's both um there are like waves that I'll get of like oh wow like that's an incredible idea and I'll like put it in my phone really quick like if I'm on the go I'll just be like oh, that's a good verse. Uh, like get it down before I forget it. And then like maybe record it on my phone before like I lose it, you know? So I do that and I'm like, that's a great melody. And I'll like put that in parentheses. I'm like, <laughs> good melody. Keep that. Um, go back to it and like write more to it. But you know, I've read books and I've listened to podcasts and all sorts of stuff like that. That's about songwriting. They're like, you have to write every day, every day. You have to make it a discipline. And that's, you know, great writers, they write every day, even if it's like five minutes and it's like about nothing, just the act of like pen to paper or like even finger to your iPhone, like whatever, like you need to write and just be using that skill. Um, But yeah, there's been, there's been times where I am like about to fall asleep and out of nowhere, I get lyrics mm. where I'll get melodies. And I'm like, ah, and I like wake up like jolting out of bed. I'm like, ah, I got to get that down. And so like, that's like a big deal. Like a lot of people don't do that. They'll be like, oh, like that's a good idea. But they don't like take that as I need to like remember that. And so like I encourage other like songwriters or musicians or whatever, like if you hear something in your head and it sounds good to you, like record that immediately and write it down. Like, cause it's, it came to you for a reason, you know, like you should use that and just see what happens. So I have a kind of unrelated question, but at the beginning you talked about, you know, how you felt um, under resourced to, um, get that first song, but you, you know, you worked for it. You, um, worked to save up and all of that. Um, how do you feel like people can best support artists, um, and kind of down that vein and be aware of what artists are trying to do so they can support them? Yeah. Um, I would say like the biggest things, obviously financially, it's a huge, um, deal like it's it's so expensive to record unless you know people that just give you a good deal and that want to support you like um it's just so expensive so expensive um so I would say financially people can help and I know that's hard because I don't know you can feel like you can't trust that person like oh I'm gonna give you 50 bucks but what are you gonna do with it you know and um I've actually talked with uh a couple of people in the area about that and that issue and setting up something where we can help like 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 people that want to be professional musicians or singer songwriters or whatever like figuring out a way where we can help fund like either the recording or helping them with different aspects of, you know, playing live or whatever. Like sometimes you don't have the right gear or like the right stuff, you know? Um, so I'd say the biggest thing is, is finances. Um, also just like verbal 
encouragement is awesome. Like mm. hearing good feedback and people coming to the shows and supporting, like that's a big deal. Like that means a lot to performers, you know, like they want to see people's faces and they want, they want to hear if they were good or they were bad. Like we need to know that stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say those are the biggest things, um, that people can help with. Well, and also I think about, um, you know, it's a financial, it already costs a good amount, but then also you have to do this on top of making an income in the first yeah. place. Um, it's, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's hard enough. Like I've been in the service industry for like 10 years and it's been great. And I've chosen that because of the flexible schedule and you can, you know, make good money quickly. And like, I've, I've loved it and I love people, but it's also like when you're paying rent and a car payment and all these things, and you're only making like maybe $25,000 a year, like, And then you want to go record an album that year. Like it's just not going to happen unless people help, you know? And, and that's the thing too. It's like the artist really doesn't get any of that money back. Like if you, if you were to play one of my songs, probably like a hundred times on Spotify, I'd probably get 20 cents. Like, I don't even, I don't even know what I make. Like Mm. I don't, I haven't gotten a check from any, like music thing yet yeah and I've had music out for over a year and so it's it's just really hard to make any money like cds help and so like I am thankful for people that have bought cds and and I'm gonna start selling t-shirts and other merchandise which is awesome and so that's what helps you know a lot of people that tour or whatever like that's that's a good money maker um so just like supporting with things like that it's like it's a really big deal. Well, I think like you mentioned like just encouragement, like vocalizing your enjoyment of what they're doing. Cause like art is made so many times in like a vacuum or like with very few people that you hardly ever, when you do take this thing, this little baby that you've created (laughs) and like put it out in front of people like this is the one time it gets out in the light and a lot of times it can be really nerve wracking. How are people going to receive this and how are people going to interact with it? Is it good? Like, yeah. am I just like having nostalgia towards it or some sort of like gross tinted glasses? Cause I made it and it's mine. <laughs> um, but then when you put it out there and people well receive it, it's, it's like night and day, like yeah. the, the fact that you mentioned that is just like, oh, that is so true. It's like get feedback from people, like hear back, like what you created, like is enjoyable and is beneficial to my life. It's just like, oh, like right. my heart, yes. oh my heart. Um, yeah. So that's, I just think it's fascinating that you brought that up even before like exposure, like share me with share music with your friends or whatever, like money is like if there's no money it doesn't happen and if like i don't feel like emotionally supported like then this may think this might just die off you know or whatever so that's i think it's interesting that you said that it's just yeah and people don't like they i think sometimes are like scared to like come up and say something or like i don't know even like on social media it's like please like i would i would love to hear like what you think and like even if it's like 
constructive criticism. <laughs> like, I'm cool with that. Like, you know, you can't grow unless you you know what people are sensing from your music. So, yeah, it's good. Can you talk a little bit about doing music live? Because <laughs> I have seen you live and hey, it is great. Hey, hey, hey. But I've also seen, like, you've played a lot of shows this summer. Yeah, like, it's been fun. Which has been super neat to see yeah. that you're, like, getting out there and doing a bunch of different stuff, too. Yeah, it's funny, like, um, like, in the past when I've, performed in front of people like either at church or whatever like I wasn't ever like really nervous um I think it is because I've been front and center and it's like my songs it's such a vulnerable thing it's 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 a lot easier to do cover songs like mm-hmm. you're like this isn't even mine and like yeah. you pro- you guys probably all know this song so like it's it's great and you're gonna enjoy it. you're probably gonna sing along but with your own songs it's like Oh boy. So like, you know, I've, I've had a few shows where I'm like, I don't even know if like people like these, but like, so like things are going through my head and I have to kind of like shut off the negativity and try to just, you know, do my best and like be positive and just be like, you know what? Like I wrote these and like, if they don't like them, then that's okay. Like not everyone's going to like my music. That's okay. (laughs) You know, and just being positive about it. Um, but I, I have struggled with a lot of anxiety the past year. And so working through that and like being on stage and your nerves get to you and like trying to, you know, do your best and not be anxious and, and nervous. Like it's, there's been times where it's been a real struggle and, and my anxiety is way better now. So like even last night I performed and I felt so comfortable on stage it it felt wonderful and um yeah it's been like I feel like I'm growing uh in live music like it's so easy to sit behind a a microphone in the recording studio and sing your little heart out but in front of people it's you know it's a different story so but I feel like it's it's getting easier and and I'm not the shy girl as much anymore (laughs) so that's good (laughs) so speaking of live music you're gonna be touring more right yes that's the plan okay um i have let's see i have two shows in the next two weeks that i'm playing they're both at bike rack and um and then at the end of the month actually i'm speaking at a conference in bentonville what i don't even remember what it's called that's really bad (laughs) but um (laughs) But it's like, I think I'm like speaking and playing one song, me and uh, Josh Norin, and we're kind of like, I guess like the singer-songwriter ambassadors for the area. That's, I mean, they just asked us if we would be, and just kind of give a voice to like what it's like to try to pursue this professionally in Northwest Arkansas, Um, because he's like incredible. Like, I played with him last night, and... uh, his merch table was like beautiful. I was, and then mine was like, like I like, like wrote with a permanent marker CDs for sale. And his was like carved wood and like printed and, and just impeccable. I was like, okay, well, I need to step up my game a little bit. But, uh, so that's, that's cool. Like we get to have that opportunity and kind of give a voice to, 
um, just trying to pursue uh, music in Northwest Arkansas. But anyways, besides that, I plan on booking gigs for like the next few months um, in different states. That's the plan. I actually got invited to do a music festival in Arizona randomly. Nice. It's not paid, but it's great exposure. And like Randy Jackson from American Idol is going to be there and like other industry professionals. So So it's a yes for you, dog. I, yeah, I just like, don't know how I'm going to get there. It's like 17 hours away. I was like, whoa. I've driven over there from here. Okay. Do you want to drive for me? Yeah, I'll drive you. That'd be great. Thank you. You're my driver. Um, but that's cool. That's, uh, November 9th through the 11th. And so I plan on doing that. We'll see. That's my birthday weekend. I think you should probably just celebrate (laughs) in Arizona. Like that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Music festival in Arizona (laughs) for birthday weekend. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so that's like a super cool opportunity. Like that's everyone's dream is to do music festivals. Like that's amazing. Um, it's for like up and coming artists in America and even in the world. So it's really cool. Only like 250 performers are playing. Um, but besides that, I want to do some gigs in Springfield, Missouri and Kansas city and Tulsa and Dallas and kind of just see how those go and then go from there. Like I just, yeah, I, I just want to go for it and do as much as I can the next you know whatever kind of a logistical thing (laughs) how do you go about booking gigs i have no idea how that works it's not that hard it's really not you mainly you just find venues or restaurants or bars or whatever that have good live music and you email them and you ask them if you can play (laughs) and you list like all your websites and send them recordings or like lead them to your music and it's really easy Hmm. (laughs) so okay yeah a lot of like professional like people that have like managers and stuff like they do it probably a little better than i do but you know what do you yeah make do with what you have yeah (laughs) i wonder if that's indicative of this area or if that's like broader sort of the way things work or if it's just like everybody's dying to have like more traffic in whatever venue it is. And so they, you know, for like local artists, just to send us an email, that sort of thing. If that's like a normalcy for Northwest Arkansas or Bentonville or Fayetteville or whatever, or if it's like, if you were to go to like a Tulsa or Kansas city or Dallas for sure, if you were just like, Hey dear, I Hi. make music. Would you let me play? I, I'm just curious yeah. um, if that would work out the same way or not. Or I think would... a big deal is having everything like social media wise and website wise, having that professional. Like mm-hmm. I have a website, hardly anyone knows that I do, but I try to make it as professional as possible just so, okay, like if you go, go to my page, you are able to click on the music or you can see photos of me or you can see how to contact me or whatever. And so even just like putting that professional foot forward, people take you more seriously. Yeah. And they're like, okay, like she's actually trying to pursue this. Um, you know, just handling it in a very professional way is a big deal. 
and people see that and they're like, okay, well, they're going to bring their professionalism to my venue or bar or whatever, you know? And, um, so I've kind of learned that, but even just around here, most of the gigs that I've gotten have just been people asking me to pick play which really? has been really cool yeah that's it's yeah awesome. it's like honoring i'm like wow like they actually like me so that's cool but do you think that the scene is developing more here have you noticed that yeah okay. absolutely which is really really encouraging like people actually want to like help support and like they're excited about live music which is like you know that's that's been in fayetteville but not as much in bentonville and yeah. bentonville's really especially at the new like 8th Street Market. Like that's an incredible venue site. And even the Meteor, it's a great venue as well. The Record is a great venue. So there's just more and more places that are opening up that are allowing, you know, local artists to thrive and actually, you know, make a little bit of money from from their craft, which is great. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, even Josh Norin, he was telling me like how a lot of times in Nashville you have to pay to play at places. You have to like pay the sound guy, like stuff like that. It's like what? Like, yep. how do you think people are supposed to like live and eat? <laughs> I mean, they bleed into it. They all the band lives together in a house, yeah, and there's studios in the basement. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> But yeah, it's, but yeah, it is really encouraging. And just like, I love that, you know, even like a lot of Walmart and corporate people are wanting to help support. They like see such value in it and they, they're really trying to help, which is really encouraging. Um, But yeah. Is this area that you're seeing develop, are there bands cropping up in Bentonville? Because I know like Fayetteville, they're just like bands all over the place and not, maybe there are several just like solo artists who write and record music, but it seems like there's so many bands down that way and not a lot of band type people up here, like full bands, five piece or anything that large. It's a lot of like individuals with a single instrument or duos. That's like, I mean, that's mainly what I've seen up here. I really, I don't know of a lot of bands that are actually like pursuing it Mm -hmm. like intensely up here in Bentonville. Um, But I think, I think that's going to change like in the next, you know, year, two years, whatever. Like I, like because it's, it's wanted here, people are going to flock, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think of Bentonville Sessions, how that is developing. And there's a growing interest for that. Yeah. So. And even just like JD that runs Sessions, like he loves like encouraging like also local artists that are serious about it. He he wants to encourage them to open for bands that come in, you know, and that's so encouraging. Um, Like I got to do that for Sean McConnell and that was sweet wonderful yeah like it was so cool so i love that like i love that they're bringing in people really good bands and but also supporting us you know like it's just really encouraging good deal well to wrap us up you want to play a song for us sure (laughs) 
Yeah. What are you gonna What are you gonna play for us? What would you guys like to hear? What's your favorite song? He said, uh, Peyton said, "Stay Go." You should play "Stay Go." Okay. Also, if you want to promote the studio in Farmington, if you wanted yeah. to pitch him a um, thing, since you were talking about, yeah, it so much. not many people even know there's a studio there, but it's called Inside Out Studios, and my producer's name is Jacob Paul. That's what he goes by. Um, it's actually Jacob Fanoff, but um, he's incredible. And there's, you can do all sorts of lessons there. Um, artist development, if you're interested in just like growing as an artist and like not knowing what to do next, like they have artist development um, coaches. It's it's really great, and yeah, I would recommend it. Really good prices as well. So, and then where can people go to find your music? Um, you can go to emilynance.com. You can go to my Facebook page. I'm pretty sure it's facebook.com slash emilyncnance because C is the first letter of my middle name. Which is? Catherine. Got it. Yeah. And then uh, you can go to Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. Just enter my name in and you can find me. So YouTube. On Instagram, it's just emily.nance, Emily period Nance. And cool thing also I want to say is I met a guy, he works for an event company in town and I let him listen to one of my songs and he used to work as an assistant director in Hollywood for like some big movies. I like let him listen to my music and he was like, dude, we have to do a music video. And I was like, okay. He was like, and like the next day he messaged me, he was like, I already have a cinematographer ready and a possible investor. I was like, an investor? What? Like, I don't even know what to do with that. Like, I've never had anyone wanting to like invest. Like music videos are very expensive. Yeah. Very. Like And you've done one. A good one is twelve thousand dollars. Like Blah. it's stupid. Okay. And I've done like my music videos have been free. <laughs> so but they've been fun and like good. Like they've done a great job. But um, so yeah, that's like a fun thing that yeah. maybe is in store for the future. But yeah. Cool beans. So you're going to play a song for us now. Oh yeah. Let's do it. All right. This is Stay Go.
It's like you're running around with a sham Should I stay or should I go? Once again, listeners, thank you so much for tuning to this episode of Hey Hey NWA. Um, Special thanks to our friend Emily Nance. Uh, She means a lot to us, and we love the work that she's doing. So please support her. Again, you can go to her website. That's emilynance.com. Also, you can find... Actually, Emily C. Nance. I apologize, um, because Catherine is definitely her middle name. Also, you can find her on social media, Emily Nance, um, under Facebook... And then on Instagram, she's emily.nance or emily.nance. Also, please check her out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of those things. But also, be sure to um, pay for her CD so she can um, keep going and becoming um, more and more of um, of a successful artist. And so she can keep on doing what she loves to do. So with all of that, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, share this with your friends for Emily's sake. And that's the jam. Thanks so much for listening. Y'all have a good week.